0: In the morning when you want the news you need the front page every hour on the press box nothing's writing on this except the uh, first amendment the constitution freedom of the press and maybe the future of the country not that any of that matters and now the news
1: lights fc beat la galaxy 2 4-3 last night they lost la galaxy 2 5-0 in the season opener but now lights FC have a three match unbeaten streak, which is tied for the longest in team history. The longest is four, which was the first four games of the franchise's history. They haven't matched it since. Uh, they scored four goals for the first time since October of 2019. They won a road game for the first time since September of 2019. And they are simply one point out of a playoff spot. All I,
2: remember, all I know from that is is they're a hell of a team in 2019, 2019. <laughs> they were a great team. Uh, we we getting better players? What's How do you go from 5-0 to 4-3 winners? Are you it getting better like players? the same
1: lineup. Really? Just about. It's coaching. Yeah. This is all coaching. It must be. They're, oh, they're gelling together. That chemistry yeah, yeah. is something's really quick. Something's there. Good for I, I have to go back and look. I mean, there were some changes, but it's it's... Essentially, the same team. I think it's pretty much the same roster they had because, like the lo- the guys that were loaned down are the same guys they had. Mm-hmm. What, the happened, the what happened? What happened? LA Galaxy 2? Were those guys gone? <laughs> like, what happened to that team? Is that, that, that the same it. roster? I don't know about theirs. That might be. What's the same Dallas. roster? The Coach, like we beat these dudes five zero. What's going on? <laughs> so, they're actually playing fairly well. Yeah, good they, for them. They've played well in three straight games and. Is this results. the byproduct of drive your Toyota
2: on the field? And it watch might the be. Game they haven't lost. They have they not drove drove lost. Toyota's, Toyotas on the field. They play
1: wow. this weekend as well. So they have, they have a chance Where? to match. It's there at home. Okay. So they have a chance to match their all-time record of unbeaten run at four games. Is Reno still in this league? No, Reno folded. Oh, it's too bad. Because the Reno
2: baseball team against the Aviators have scored like 7,000 runs and 300 something. And is the soccer? Wasn't the soccer team good, too, up in Reno? Yes,
1: they were. They were. Okay. The the Reno uh, Reno 1868, well, they were a team for four years, made the playoffs all four years. I think they made it to the Western Conference Finals one year. Okay. And then they Why folded. Why did they fold? Well, pandemic. <laughs> okay, didn't have I was going to say, my goodness. Well, actually, their owner is or was the Indiana Pacers owner. So he could have afforded it. And I think that's who it was. It was an NBA owner. And I think it was, I think it was the, uh, they can afford to keep it around. Right. But probably just decided. No, thanks. Next question. Jacob deGrom left his start after three innings. Jacob deGrom last night had a perfect three innings, struck out eight of the nine batters he faced in those three innings. And he had an RBI single (laughs) <laughs> but then left the game with an injury uh he has been so good that even as somebody i like i don't care if the mets win or lose i am very disappointed that jacob DeGrom is hurt and if he has to miss significant time because he has been unbelievable
2: absolutely stinks i'm exactly like you i will watch that guy at any time uh i watched him against the padres a couple weeks ago when he, he well, actually of had course back you to, watched him well no the he had ba- i would, I would I'd watch him against the dodgers i mean i think watch that guy he had back-to-back starts against the padres you watch that dude; he is so good. It's amazing. Eight out of nine last, and he, and I thankfully afterwards he says he doesn't think it's a big deal. They'll have to do like probably an MRI. But that guy is so dominant. You just—he's just one of those guys you want to see pitch, and it would stink. I mean, they're ten games over five hundred. They're playing well, but it would really stink if that guy had to go go on the shelf again. It would suck. That guy is
1: so good. I mean, he could—they could still have him hit, though, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> All right. Which stat is better on Jacob Degrom? Eleven starts this year, a zero point five (laughs) four ERA, but his record is six and two. He has lost twice with a zero point five four ERA. Or that Jacob Degrom's OPS is higher than any of the New York Mets regular starting? Oh, the OPS. Because you expect the other one. I mean, like, like if you didn't have the other one, it wouldn't be Jacob
2: DeGrom. He's like the best pitcher in the world. So the other one's like, to me, far more staggering than
1: an 0.54. I mean, it's okay. His OPS is 885. The major league <laughs> average is like 713 or something like that. 885 is what his OPS is. The highest among the Mets regulars is Pete Alonso at 800. Like he's 85 points higher than the Mets' best hitter hey, in OPS.
2: Don't look at me. I'd put Julio Urias uh, number three in the Dodger order right now. I mean, I just, <laughs> the way they're the way they're hitting around and smacking the ball around, dude. That guy's getting doubles every night. So some of these pitchers, man, they can hit. That OPS is far
1: more impressive than his and actual like, pitching numbers. You know, he's what is he? Well, twenty six at bats isn't as few as I thought he had. Like, what? How old is Jacob Thirty. Let's see. Like Thirty two. I think he is. He's in his 30s. Okay, he's in his 30s. Yeah, he's not. Uh, 33.
2: I thought what you thought last yeah. night, though. When he went out, I was at the game, and I literally got deflated. I'm like, oh. Because well, I just want that guy. I want to see that guy pitch, like, all the time.
1: So, like, I had our show rundown pulled up, and I see Jacob DeGrom's done it again. He singles in a run, and he's now six RBIs, four earned runs. And I put, like, that in the rundown. Like, DeGrom has driven in more. And then, like, 20 minutes later, Jacob DeGrom has left the game. <sighs> and I was like, oh. Eight like, out of nine. <laughs>
2: It was the only one he didn't strike out the pitcher. I hope that was the I case. I actually don't know which that one it was. But it cool. would be good. But yeah, like that's the thing. He struck Got out lined eight up for of a bump. 9 hitters. Like 8 of 9 and drove it a run. At that level, I know he's incredible, but at that level 8 dudes someone, could, someone couldn't make contact. That's that's just a, it's insane how
1: good that guy is. And people think he's like the one guy not using a foreign substance <laughs> as a baseball. <laughs> wow, sorry.
3: Oh. I got you. Thank you. Sorry. Sorry.
1: Ed laughs into his hands every time he hears that Justin Emerson <laughs> question.
3: <laughs> I need to shorten it up, but it's just its too good. I, I got you. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry.
1: All right. Uh, in the NBA, Mike D'Antoni, Chauncey Billups, and Becky Hammond have interviewed or will interview for the Blazers job. Um, Becky Hammond has been linked to a couple different jobs as far as interviews go. Do you think she gets hired this offseason?
2: Okay. Tell me if this is a a selfish attitude. I think she's really good. I want her to get a job. I don't want it to be with the Blazers because I don't know if she can succeed there. I want her to have a job she can succeed at.
1: Well, the problem is when coaches get fired, it's because the team wasn't
2: succeeding. Well, but like, let's say Pops after the Olympics says, I've had a good run. Like, I'd rather her have that job than the Blazers where Dame Lillard's probably saying, I'm out of here. You got to get
1: rid of me. So, okay, on the Greg Popovich part of this, does he owe it to Becky Hammond to like tell her when he's going to retire? Mm, that's a tough one. Because like, the, cause the whole over. idea has been like, well, she'll, she might she'll. take yeah, over in San take Antonio. Over but like, if Popovich is going to coach for like four more seasons, then she should go interview and I've... take a different job if offered. But if, if Popovich was like, all right, next year is my last year. Stick around one more year, and then you can be the head
2: coach. I, could, I don't know if the owes I could see him doing that. Right. For sure. I could see him doing that. He goes and wins gold. What has he got? Five? T- how many titles he have Five? I mean, uh, don't, you don't you I just remember? foresee so. him like on a yacht sipping wine? Like, why is he still doing? Hasn't this? he been doing that for the last two? Seasons, I guess he's been doing that. Anyway. But I mean, it's like I don't <laughs> like. I after he wins gold, which they will. I don't. You're really coming back because you're in a rebuild mode anyway. So it's like let her do the rebuild mode. Like let her take over for you and and bring this forward. I don't want her to get. I want her to do really well. And I don't think I don't think Portland's a good job, especially when one of the best players in the world obviously wants out now, and, and, and you know, he's been loyal for a long time, but he wants out. And that's a huge rebuild when he leaves. So I'm glad she's interviewing, but I'd rather her have a job where I think she can be good at, because I think she's really good. Man,
1: you know, that's a great question. The NBA will look to prevent offensive players from getting foul calls with unnatural shooting motions. So they're looking at, like, Trey Young does it. James Harden's been doing it. Luka Doncic does it where guys will drive into the lane. And then as they go up for their shot, they will try to lean into wherever the defender is and draw a foul. Because as it's currently written, it is a foul if that happens. So you like that? Has there been enough complaints about the fouls Trey Young, James Harden gets that they should be trying to change it? A lot of rules? whining. <laughs> and it's very, by the way, to me, this is a
2: very subjective deal on who's going to call what what yeah. do they what do they gauge is unnatural in this in the instant they play so fast I don't like this Tyler I really don't call the play how you see it you start now debating what's natural and unnatural when they're in the lane I just think that's wrong I, if you think it's a foul call it if you don't then don't call
1: it so there's a couple things that I don't want to see change number one like right now as a defensive player the whole verticality rule. Like, you're entitled to your space. You can right. make contact right. with the in offensive your space. player yes. if you jump straight up in the air right. and your arms are straight out. But if a guy's going up for a layup and you jump and your arms come down at an angle, that's a foul on you. And we see offensive players at different points in the lane. They will see, oh, that guy's arms are down at an angle. If I just bump into this, yes, it's a foul. It's a foul. That's technically an unnatural shooting motion. But... The defender is the one who's making a bad play. He's breaking a rule. So I am perfectly fine with that. The other one is like when a guy pump fakes a three and a defender jumps mm-hmm. yeah. at him. Yeah. We should not reward the defender for getting for biting on a pump fake. Right. So I'm perfectly fine with you pump fake and a defender jumps. You if I, run into him? if yeah. I shoot and sort of jump into yeah, you, it's foul. I'm perfectly fine with punishing the defender for biting on a pump fake because that's bad defense. You shouldn't bite on a pump fake. So. Like, I don't want to see those gone. Now, there's some where, like, Trey Young will try to, like, stop and back into a defender that's chasing him. Eh, yeah, that's sort of out of the spirit of, hey, just go to the rim and make a layup or something. So there's some that's like, okay, you should call those. That's, but
2: That's almost like being pushed into a goalie from behind and you being the one getting the penalty. <laughs> Can
1: you
3: believe? Do like, you that remember that? Tampa, like, what the hell was York? that? Like, that poor guy. <laughs> He got cross. He gets crushed and
2: cross-checked in his back, and he goes like, "Ah, you're going to the box!" Like, what the hell
3: did I do? Uh. One thing I always enjoyed about James Harden's game was the fact that whenever he like he gets an ISO and he dribbles to the rim, somehow someone winds up in his armpit yeah. because he just he swings his well, arms out, and then suddenly it's like he's got me. he has got me.
2: I mean, you've you've fought him as close as anyone. Is he the best to ever do it? I don't know if there's ever been as anyone good as good as this guy's getting yeah, in line with ex- that kind of stuff. At, at
1: exploiting, like, yeah, he's, basically, he hey, here's a rule. He hands yeah. into
3: a guy yeah, one time. Yeah, I mean, a rule. there's
1: never been a guy like this. Uh, yeah, and, the, like, the biggest one was when he started hitting the step-back three at a right. ridiculous rate. And the, and the reason James Harden went to the step-back three was because, or as much as he did, was because that was the year the NBA put in the the landing rule, Whereas a defender, right. if I land underneath a shooter's right. feet, it's a foul on the defender. Yep. So James Harden basically said, okay, if I take a step back, back, then the only way they can contest the shot is if they lunge at me. And if they lunge at me, they're going to be, gonna be in the landing yeah, zone, gonna and foul. I'm going to get a foul. Yeah. So he was like, all right, I'm going to take a step back three all the time, and either A... You have to not contest it because you're afraid of that foul, and I get an uncontested three. Or B, you're going to contest it, and I'm I'm, foul. you're going to give me three free I throws. I don't care
2: either way on him. I mean, I, I like to watch him play and everything, but I just think it's hilarious the amount of uh, anger and bitterness people have towards, like, well, then change how you play. Right. Like, you're all over him. It's like, then then don't foul. Don't, don't like, do what you're saying. Do all these things that essentially are fouls, and you
3: won't have to worry about it. Right. I I mean, I do also. Though there were some games when he was with the Rockets that were just like, "Come on!" He literally. Oh, there's a lot of that's why I think he grabbed the defender. That's why I
2: think he's the best ever to do it in terms of drawing stuff. Yeah, I I said that
1: too. He's like, "You got to be kidding me!" But it's like he's really good at it. Yeah, the dribble, and if somebody reaches in between your hand and body, you just hook your (laughs) arms. Yeah, I mean, he's like,
3: (laughs) but he's a master at that stuff. He's
1: very good. Like (laughs) the one Kevin Durant's done really well in his career is. When he has the ball facing up and a defender puts his hand out just like parallel, he'll just rip up through the hand and yeah, shoot, and, and it's a fact. And it's a fact because he, he's going up to shoot, and your hand hit him. Like, there's a lot of guys that are good at it, but yeah, Harden is probably the he's best ever because as soon as they put in that landing rule, uh, he they, they went to the step back, and they're like, "We're going to exploit this." The only time a team actually defended it well was the Warriors because what they started doing is when they would lunge to try to close out on a shot, they would like jump to the side of him. So they couldn't land, and they could in kind of—they could kind of get a hand to try to right. contest the shot. That's the only way anybody right. really effectively defended that loophole that James Harden was exploiting. I, so
3: I will also say it was fun to watch him in the playoffs. This is again back with the Rockets, and he wouldn't get those calls every single time, and he'd just look at the ref like, "Come on, it's <laughs> come a <foul>. on, man! <laughs> we we
1: built our whole team to exploit, to exploit this call. You gotta, you gotta call get us the calls. Get it together. All right. Coming up next." We will get into the Raiders and if this is the best roster John Gruden has had.
0: Our stats hogwash. Are you tired of hearing Tyler do math on the radio? Tweet at Bischoff underscore Tyler and at Ed Graney. John Miller, with the Associated Press. It's uh, Father's Day weekend. You got OTAs and minicamp, of
3: the way. And Deuce has quite a big event in Daytona. Just wondering if you're looking forward to your boy bringing home some hardware from this prestigious event.
4: Yeah, I'm really proud of Deuce. He's, uh, you
1: know, he's he's going to go down there and, and be in a different age group this year. He's he's going against the whole world now. He's going against every man a, a, alive. So we'll see what happens in the old
0: Powerlifting Championship. It's- Bischoff on ESPN Las Vegas.
1: Deuce Gruden is going mainstream. You might be able to start we, referring to him.
2: We started that on this show. Doing when he that. goes mainstream and hits like the big time, they're going to look back and say, you know what? Pressbox started it.
1: That was Willie Ramirez asking John Gruden because Deuce Gruden is in a, a weightlifting competition. He's in a powerlifting
2: competition, I believe, in Miami, in All Florida. Right.
1: Yeah. That's good Gruden. for him. I
2: mean, hope he wins. I don't know. I don't I didn't even know, you know. I mean, I don't follow it, but I, I,
1: I, he apparently is very good at it. Is he like a favorite, an underdog? We got a
2: uh, Willie who knows it as well as anyone says he can, like, place her medal. He's that good. All so, right, good for him.
3: Okay, well, I may need Willie to send us like send in some more information because what's like, is it, what what is powerlifting compared to just like a, is it you okay? You have to do this rep seven times or like is it like I don't I, what's the difference between that and bodybuilding? I don't know. They got like the board
2: short stuff and they got like different categories. And um, what's the one wherever they pull up? The a- and snatch or whatever. I mean, I've covered it at the Olympics, but I read a lot about it before I go in and actually look at it. <laughs> <What's> <laughs> when I'm at the Olympics, I'm like, okay, I got to cover this. I better, sh- I should read up on this.
3: What's the one where they throw a treat?
1: I
2: don't think that's this. I don't okay. think that sounds like ESPN, the Ocho Lumberjack <laughs> yeah. competition. Okay, no, I'm just saying. Like, There's no chance the Deucer's
1: throwing
3: a bunch it, of
2: trees be, in Florida.
3: Believe it or not, <laughs> I have been at a bar where there it was late enough that it was curling Australian uh, gridiron football and a bunch of
1: dudes – Throwing big rocks and throwing trees. And I was like, I don't know what this is. what it should be. All these like bars and plates of weight. No, no. Just go pick up stuff outside and throw it around. That's a way better way to figure Who this out. Who can squat a Ford F-150? All right. I do have an important question on Deuce Gruden, though. Because John Gruden talked yesterday during our show. That's when his press conference was. That's part of the reason why Ed wasn't here yesterday, aside from his mini holdout. <laughs> So, I did not watch the John Gruden press conference live. I went back on the Raiders YouTube channel and watched it there. Well, they because you want to understand question. what everyone said. They cut that <laughs> question out of the YouTube yeah. video they posted. Why would they cut the Deuce Gruden question? I don't they know. don't want him to go mainstream. I mean, you think
2: you want him to go mainstream? It's Father's Day. Coach Gruden wished all the fathers a happy Father's Day. Said he's going to go back and see mom and dad and see Deuce compete. I don't understand why you would cut any of that. I mean, it's just, it's what he said, and it was question from Willie and just keep the answer in there. What, I mean, you know, he didn't say, hey, listen, uh, on the opener, we're going to run these first three plays
1: and this is what we're going to do. It was like, yeah, well, good for Deuce and hope he wins. I would have, that would have let our show because yeah. I didn't know until like two minutes before we went on air when you started telling me about it. I didn't know Deuce got brought up yesterday. Yes, Could have let the show.
2: You're you're enjoying this only because for, we have been on the Deuce Gruden bandwagon for a lot of, a lot of months, ever since really the, that he started. And often... We just say Deuce. Yes. And you always have a fun time with that because you're like, there's no chance that anyone outside of the three (laughs) of us have any idea who you're talking about. And yet I'll just refer to him as Deuce. Now, though, that we have Willie has asked a question and we know he's in Florida competing in a powerlifting competition, people now know it's John Gruden's Mm -hmm. son who works on the coaching
1: staff.
3: Do you think our uh, cousins over at Raider Nation Radio are going to pull any Deuce highlights for us or am I going to have to go – we are going to have to ind- go
1: find these. Yeah, Boy,
2: this is a challenge if you find the power lifting uh, like result challenge uh, of him lifting. I don't know if there's play-by-play at that stuff. I, I don't know anything about it. Uh, I just know right. he's competing, and according to Willie, who
1: knows a lot more than us, he, says he's, he, really, he so. says he's really he's really good. So I hope I, he wins. I, no, I hope he wins, too. It'd be, you know, it'd be good radio. Do you think they'd let us talk to Deuce? Groot? No, we can't no. even, we can't uh, no, even no, get we the long I, No, 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 no. We don't go through the Raiders. We go through this power lifting association. Ooh. I wait, bet that wait. would
2: This would be the best if we somehow got the Jared got a hold of the PR director for the powerlifting yes. people and they go, look, Deuce is busy, but we can get you the long snapper. <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden, what we can't get from the Raiders for a guest, the Powerlifting Association of America and powerlifters have now delivered the long snapper to our show. That would be the best.
1: Deuce Gruden. All right. Well, I can I can no longer get mad at you for just referring to Deuce no, he's, by he's, his first name. He's mainstream now. Yep. If you, so. if you throw out Deuce, it is on the audience now to know who Deuce Gruden is. No longer get mad at you. I will still get mad when you just throw out Jiggy. What if Jiggy's a power lifter? <laughs> it's Jiggy versus Deuce in the finals? I'm going with Deuce. Hey, <laughs> uh, underdog Sage. Yes. 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 Sage, Sage, Jiggy yes. is uh, PR with the Aces. Yes. Stage is PR with the, the Golden Knights. Yes. I'm still gonna get mad when you refer to those two by their first name as though everybody listening knows who they are. Nobody knows who they are except us.
2: But you now know they know who Deuce is.
1: Yes, Deuce, I can't get mad at you. You throw out Deuce, I will I will have to let it go. I hope he wins. Me too. I hope yeah, no, we need Yeah. We
3: need Cassie's dog to get knocked off a of sports center because oh, yeah, because had, of the had, had Deuce Gruden. Well, of Deuce ice.
2: could with John Gruden's ties to ESPN. If his kid wins, like, a powerlifting championship, you don't think that's, like, in it the top ten? Better be in the top ten. Right. Have they interview John Gruden? Is he – do they – what are those – not singlets. What, what are they wearing now in the powerlifting? Is it, like, silver and black? You, you, like, is he, is you're, he, he talking like, you're talking about, like, wrestling singlets? Is he, yes, wrestling singlets. <laughs> it's a, yeah, um – what are they? Uh,
3: I again, I don't know. The thing I watched where I, the guys were throwing wood, they were wearing just shorts and a t-shirt. Yeah.
2: Sometimes, like, yeah, you, you ever like Roy and the, the nicknames Roy and Rudy at the gym, like kind of guys who walk around but can't really have no necks, and they have those. Are they all on. named Roy and Rudy? That's what I name them. Roy oh. and Rudy Reglado. No, I don't know what the hell their names are. I just say, hey, there's Roy. There's Rudy. Because, like, the you know, the, they're, the, they're grunting. It's like, dude, you're at the family the, fitness the, at 2 in the afternoon. No one's here watching you grunt. The, and they get the singlets on. It's just a disaster. Yeah, my
3: favorite is the guy whose arms are so big that they don't actually properly extend No, anymore. they don't extend. They don't <laughs> like, extend
2: in the neck. There's no neck and there's no extension of the arms. The arms
3: are in a permanent yeah.
2: mid-curl. Yes. You guys like that all the time. I call him Roy and Rudy. I'm like, hey, there's Roy. Like, I'll send, like, um, my buddy Ziggler. We'll take pictures in each other's gyms. I'm like, hey, Roy showed up today. <laughs> and he's got no neck, no arms, and
1: he's in a singlet.
2: But. <laughs> And he's screaming every time he listens. He's screaming, so the guy on the treadmill nine miles away can say, oh, "There he is." Oh, God.
1: So you and Mark Ziegler are sharing pictures of weirdos at your gym. Absolutely, hey, absolutely.
3: It's is, hard.
2: Sometimes I, you don't want to. Sometimes you don't want Roy seeing you take the picture. Well, as like, sure you not. never want him
1: see you take the picture. <laughs>
2: it's also
3: somehow less weird because it, they're t- at least taking pictures of dudes. Yes. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I, cl- I, I. My daughter has taught me how to be the spy. My daughter could come in here right now with the three of us. You could watch her the entire time, never take your eyes off her. She, you, she'd walk out and she'd have ten pictures of you that you didn't know she took. I mean, they, those kids now they can do these things with these phones. This means so she's kind of taught me how to take pictures of Roy.
3: Man,
1: you learned yeah, something. Absolutely It's impressive. Yeah, well, I pay do the you bills. What's <laughs> the
3: sound clip?
1: No, no, we're not going to get to the right. sound clip because I have, a, I have another important question. Oh,
3: Willie said they wear singlets.
1: Boy, right. we are right. Jared. That's,
3: this is, we've mined the correct information.
1: <laughs> Jared, on Monday, we've got to have, we've got to have something.
3: All right. We at got least, you're giving, me, at least you're giving me the weekend. Yes. Of what?
1: Well, to find something. Because yeah. I oh, like juice juice. If you have it tomorrow, amazing. But like Monday, we got to have something. I assume it's more than a one day competition. Monday, yeah. we got to have something of douche crew. I don't know what. It's just all it's, the problem is it's all it's going to be is. <laughs> 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 and here's the thing. We
2: could get that. Say it's Deuce, and it might not be, but who would know? Like, if it's just some screaming at the top, it's like, yeah, that's Deuce. <laughs> we would know, and then we just a know. just a clink. you
1: and then the clink of the weights like dropping. Oh, it's awesome. My important question: Can Deuce Gruden outlift the entire Raiders team? Um, you like mean if he's... would he lift more than
2: anyone on the right. Raiders?
1: Like, is he if he's doing this like professionally? Is he a bet Is he gonna uh, lift more weight than anybody on the team? Like an offensive or defensive lineman?
3: Well, it's also it's I mean, a different
1: it's a different type of lift like
3: you you're not you're not doing i, I at least from my experience playing football you're not doing a, a whole lot of overhead pressing right. of your opponents I, in football
1: it's more of a forward press i bet he could like he is 5'6 and i yeah. just i just want to witness Deuce Scruden outlifting like Richie Incognito and Colton Miller in their weight room cuz he's 5' well, Isn't
3: he the one like helping them lift Yeah, he's the one giving them. He's too good of a spotter. (laughs) I mean, he's he's the
1: strength staff guy. That's what the yeah. Deuce is doing. So, yeah, I hope he's in there being like, no, no, let me do it for you. I hope it's like you have to beat Deuce or something. There's some competition. Like a competition on the wall? Yeah, you got to beat Can Deuce. you beat Deuce?
3: Colt yeah. Miller is out for six weeks because <laughs> he got into a <laughs> squat contest with Deuce. Colt Miller got an extension because <laughs> yes. he beat Deuce. Yes, exactly. No one understands
2: why the Raiders extended him when they did because they didn't have to and put themselves in more cap issues. But, no, we now know that he beat Deuce in a liftoff. We get if you beat Deuce, explicit. we're giving you an extension because that's really at this point the only sensible reason (laughs) that they extended colton miller when they did when they didn't have to
1: all right coming up next darren millard joins the show moose you just keep on moosing this doesn't concern you
0: maroon is not just a color this is the vgk update with darren milsey millard where is
1: darren
2: Millsy after a loss. This is what happens after a loss. Unbelievable.
3: I'm gonna keep trying to find him. You guys can. Uh... Guys
2: are different after losses. Wow. Saw that on the Zoom last night. Wow. I did not think he'd run from no, us. No, I didn't think he'd loss. run. I didn't think he'd run after a loss.
1: He talked to us after they went down two nothing to Colorado. Yes, exactly. When it was like, well, oh, the season's over.
2: Maybe you've seen something different in this series and saying, uh
1: oh. <laughs> Imagine being like, well, they got through Colorado, yeah. but. Montreal. What oh, we've dude. seen in these
2: two Canadians teams, uh, these Canadians games might not be good.
1: What's our Deuce Gruden powerlifting uh, according update? According to uh,
2: Willie Ramirez, Bob Ramirez has checked in. Looks like Deuce is currently second in the men's raw open with a total lift of 807.5 kilos, 307.5 in the squat. Or, yeah, in the squat, deadlift 315, 195 kilos on the bench. Deuce at this point has lifted what translates to 1,780 pounds.
1: Good for him. He's second overall at this point in the men's raw competition. I have no context for if that's good or not, but sounds good. Let's go, Deuce. <laughs> Bring it home. Okay. What do you get a medal? Anything Trophy? that
2: any dude that's lifting over 1780 pounds is probably okay in the men's raw division.
1: Uh Darren, where are you? How are you? Why are you late? What's what happened?
4: I wasn't late. I was here and I went to grab the phone and uh and I swiped left and <laughs> who knew that that was the wrong thing to oh, do? Oh my god. Uh my kids talk about swiping left that, and right thanks, all the time. Uh, Tyler. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then I tried to call back, and it was busy. It was busy. It's the first time I've got a busy signal in a while.
1: And uh, ne- never, never call back. Jared will call you 100,000 times. Just let Jared call you again.
4: Okay. Well, I just. I, I wanted to make sure that uh, that I got on with you guys because I was looking forward to it. Uh, who's who's lifting white weight? Uh, I missed the part uh, of that. John
1: Gruden's son, Deuce, Deuce Gruden, is in a powerlifting competition in Florida right now.
2: Second overall yeah. at
1: this point. Oh
4: no, he doesn't have to lift that seventeen hundred pounds like all at once, does he? No, no, that's no, a no. Cumul-
1: cumulative of like yeah. bench, squat, whatever other deadlifts. All yeah. the
4: things they're doing out there cumulative there. there. Yeah. Huh. So, how long would it take you guys to lift like? Seventeen hundred pounds.
1: The rest of my life.
3: <laughs> um Am I allowed to squat it? Mm-hmm. How much uh, does
4: a keyboard weigh? Because that's the only thing Tyler lifts or touches.
1: Yeah, I get the MacBook Air instead of the MacBook Pro just because it's lighter.
4: <laughs> well done. Very well done.
1: <laughs> what do you think? What do you think? One one. What happened, last What's happening in
2: these first periods? You got him. Uh, you got him sleeping too long. What's happening here?
4: Uh, you know, I, I liken it too, and Ed, I don't think you're a Star Wars guy, but no, uh, no. Just, just just throwing that out no. there, guessing, uh, as, as long as I've, I've known you. Uh, I, I think it's like Obi-Wan Kenobi when they're in the, the speeder going to the little town. He just, like, throws that magical spell on the uh, stormtroopers, like, nothing to see here. No, I think that's what Montreal does. They just throw this magical spell on you, like, and they just they get through again. They don't, they don't get badly outplayed uh, through the course of an entire game. Uh, but uh, but they can counter-strike, and by the end of it, you're like, boy, that was, that was a lot harder than it should have been. And, and Montreal has made a, a, a real run at this in, in winning against Toronto and sweeping Winnipeg, and now, now 1-1. Um, I, thought, uh, I thought Montreal was even better last night in the first period than they were in Game 1. Uh, not just because of the goals, but because of how they uh, one uh, derailed any type of counterattack uh, from from Vegas and, and stopped them from from going. And if you can eliminate the Golden Knights for one third of the game, uh, which is what they've done through the in, in each of the first two games, uh, Montreal is is looking to make this a series, and and they got the split.
1: Isn't the line these are not the droids you're looking for?
4: I uh, yes.
1: Okay. Yes. You just like but, a magic. Why You just totally butchered one of the most famous lines in Star Wars. Ed probably knows that line and he hasn't even seen the movies. No, for as long as I've known you. <laughs> I
4: was trying to speak to the masses, not just you, the keyboard <laughs> people.
1: Star Wars right. is the masses. We're talking about a hockey team in Vegas. More people have seen Star Wars than the hockey team. Valid. Probably.
3: Also, but, he is not the Star Wars fan in the... Like, you you are literally talking to a guy who's never seen Star Wars and Tyler, who it took a global pandemic for him to go, I guess I'm going to watch Star Wars. I watched all of them, too.
4: Okay. Um, what's another famous... Uh, like, I'm not your papa. Is that the other famous line from the uh, from Star Wars? Should we hang up on him? I mean, I'm going <laughs> 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 to... you know what? I have a funny feeling there's a few guests that would take that.
1: <laughs> probably would. They probably I was, would.
2: I was a guest from the Raiders the other day, and I hung up on them both times. You yeah, yeah, did. You did hang up on us. I just hung
4: you up know, on him like, yeah, I'm
1: done. You uh, know
4: exactly what I'm talking about.
1: <laughs> All right, Darren. Uh, is Keegan Colasar really the best option to play at first-line center if Chandler Stevenson's out?
4: Interesting, because I spent Speculated with uh, the person that I was sitting beside last night during the game. We were chatting it up, and Sam R Ash. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, it was both. I was uh, I was meeting the Sam the salmon ash sandwich. Uh, the The idea of Nick Wah playing on, on that line is good in in theory, but uh, there was a couple of uh, routes that he took in the offensive zone where he was almost mirroring Max Pacioretty's and chemistry's uh, and getting used to it. And it's a top spot uh, for for Nick Wah, but. It wasn't working offensively, and then uh, there was some miscoverage uh, in the defensive zone, and he got caught uh, on on the goal, uh, the first goal against. And uh, I kind of anticipated that there would be a change, and my guess was Matthias Janmark would go up. He's he just played more center, and and is uh, considered more of a, an offensive uh, player. Keegan Colasar got the promotion, and uh, one I was wrong on that, and two. I was really impressed with the way that line played with Keegan Colasar for the second and third periods. And you can say uh, that wouldn't be your your number one choice. Uh, you could say that uh, that uh, uh, that there is uh, a better option in in within the lineup. Whatever phrasing you wanted to use, you cannot deny the fact that uh, that Keegan Colasar made that line jump and. Pacuretti and Stone and uh, uh, certainly had opportunities in the second period and and in the final frame and uh, it, it may not have been uh, what you expected but you can't argue that they had great a chances and probably deserved or did deserve uh, a lot more than they got out of it so uh, uh, I, I I tip my hat to the coaches on this one uh, and and I'll I'll feel shame for my own uh, 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 thought process.
2: How much? Uh, maybe it's a too strong word, though. As we're going along, when there is a something that happens at the center like this, the the name Cody Glass is never spoken of.
4: Uh, I don't think it's uh, necessarily a knock against Cody Glass. Uh, he's on the taxi squad, um, so he wasn't going to be uh, one of your one of your first options uh, anyway. So, um, in, in the course of uh, this game. You're, you're trying to find the best combinations of work and they, they put in Patrick Brown and by the way uh, like the, the fourth line for the second and third period and I know that that's not the way you want to necessarily generate uh, offense and there's just funny when it comes to the fourth line uh, when they lose you say well like you're not counting on those guys to score when they win and they score you're like that the, the, they get depth scoring so that, right. so that's great um, uh, so just Trying to get in front of uh, that argument, counter-argument from from people, uh, I, I thought they were really good. And I think Patrick Brown, I was surprised when he came out, this turning into the Darren Millard doesn't know anything about hockey because all the decisions that he thought he would make uh, uh, don't come to fruition and they end up being great for uh, decisions. Uh, I, I, I think Patrick Brown's been excellent and Will Carrier was excellent last night and that fourth line. Uh, created a lot of chances in the uh, in the second and third period. Look, the, the the entire issue right now, if you want to boil it down to, is uh, they need more, need something out of the power play, and they're not getting that right now. And uh, the the first period, they're squandering um, twenty minutes of, of a sixty minute game. And if you're going to lose a one goal game, then then that's too much, and that'll be something that the, that they'll address. Uh, I don't think it's a, a major. Concern at all? They're in the exact same situation they were against uh, Minnesota, and they're in a better spot against Colorado. If you want to spin it that way, but uh, but I think last night is a game where there will be regrets that uh, that they left one on the table given the, the play of the first period.
1: Is this series as simple as whoever scores first is going to win the game based on the way Montreal plays?
4: No, uh, because I, I think I think Vegas can can counter. Uh, and, and carry the play uh, and, and generate uh, offense to overcome that. Three goals—that's that's different, Tyler. But uh, but but the first goal, I, I think, uh, in these playoffs uh, certainly has proven true that uh, that the first goal is uh, has the ability to overcome. Uh, they, they, Montreal didn't win last night because they scored the first goal. Uh, Montreal won because they were able to uh, convert a couple of chances. And, and build up, uh, build up a, a cushion. Um, that's. Uh, I think that that's too simple to say that the the, the first goal is is the entire difference in uh, in generating. Now, uh, going forward, uh, we'll see how it shakes down. But I don't think that was the determining factor in either one of the first two games.
2: What do you think it's gonna be like with only thirty five hundred people in terms of trying to
4: uh,
2: get your own juice going?
4: Uh, well, the. The lines of the concessions will be shorter yeah, that's true. Uh, so, so that'll be uh, that'll be an advantage look uh, that that's the biggest hockey arena in the world mm-hmm. uh, so the you, you expand it uh, a little bit more uh, I think it'll be uh, somewhat jarring uh, for for the Golden Knights I don't think it'll be as uh, ears pinned like it was for for Montreal with the uh, the noise coming out, and playing at T Mobile. But I think I think it'll it'll take some getting used to, and uh, they're going to have to manufacture their own uh, their own intensity, and this will be this will be a challenge. Um, I, I won't discount it. Uh, this will be uh, an, an effort to to make sure that you're engaged in the game and and uh, and and involved uh, beyond just what uh, what the natural energy of a crowd would bring you in both Minnesota and, and, and Colorado in that atmosphere so uh, I think it'll it'll I, I, it's not um, something that you just shove to the side I think it'll be uh, something that the the Golden Knights will have to uh, uh, adapt to
1: do French Canadians look down on the rest of Canadians
4: no I don't think so I've never felt that way um, Do certainly. you speak French we uh, oui.
3: Okay, well, at least he can understand because uh, Tyler thinks they all know, look down on him. I know a second.
2: Him. I know a second word now. We and Max Pacioretty, because there was <laughs> because there was an answer on the Zoom the other day where the guy answered for thirty minutes, and all I understood was Max Pacioretty. Go. I guess that's who he's talking about.
4: You know, people won't uh, won't get this reference, but there is a time. Go when ahead and make it the, then. The, the, the Sylvians would come over and do a tour and and play different NHL teams uh, in the in the eighties. And you would ask the, uh, the Sylvia coach, Victor Tikhanov, a uh, question. Not me. <laughs> I was just watching. But uh, at the and the, the translator, the Tikhanov, would talk for three minutes. And the translator would say, uh, check was good. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and and you'd be trying to figure out what was going on. So I, I, I think that, uh, that that's sort of uh, where we're going with, uh, with, with that. I'll give John John Marossi from from Fox Sports, who normally covers baseball, uh, as you guys know. He's, uh, he's working this series uh, for uh, NHL Network. He's done two interviews uh, that I know of uh, in French and leaning on his Italian and and uh, doing some uh, and working on it. So uh, I'll, I'll give him uh, a big uh, tip of a, uh, the hat uh, for trying because uh, I've, I've lived in a bilingual country for all but the last two years of my life, and I know we oui and je sais pas.
2: That was the weird Nikita Gusev translator kid who I think lived in a suite at the Red Rock— and every day after practice, when that <laughs> Gusov kid would like want to talk and like the paranoia of the Golden Knights people, like, oh, don't say anything, don't say anything, and they like glared at this poor translator kid. Like <laughs> Gusov would like talk for thirty minutes and the kids would and we'd look at this weird uh, Red Rock translator kid, he'd go, Yes. It's like what the hell are you talking? I mean, and you, you know, you got, you got the golden knights people. Russian? Yeah, you got the yeah, you got the weird golden knights in the background, like glaring at this red rock translator kid. Like the kids like, ah, oh, don't tell these guys anything. And then Gusov just talks like I guess He's talking to Russian for like ten Minutes we're all sitting there, and the kid gave us like one word answer. I'm like, "Hey, man, I got to write a column here. Give me a long quote or something."
4: <laughs> I mean, it was hey, just hilarious. You, what do you think the translator was going through yesterday when the uh, when the woman asked uh, Putin about oh, killing off right. all yes. his all his rivals? What do you think that? What do you yeah. think that translator was going through when, when she asked that question?
2: Oh, you gotta be real careful with that answer. We won't see that translator again. <laughs> I, I might I might
4: have just, just stuck off to the left and Pooh's there going, oh. um <laughs> oh. like, like we could we could talk about translation and all that kind of stuff and being there that uh, all day long. That's the one where you go, uh, I don't understand. Yeah.
1: <laughs> all right, Darren, get out of here. Stop being Thank late.
4: You what do you mean? I, you. Was, I was on time.
1: Swipe the proper way on your phone next time.
4: Do, do I know? Do I not get the time that I lost at the start? Listen. At the end, we already, we, gave, it listen, we yes. we already and, gave it to you. We are
1: over. We are agreement. minutes over.
2: I'm going to have my kids call you later on today. Swiping left and right seems to be in their vocabulary,
1: so we'll call you later. These <laughs> are not
3: the
2: droids
3: <laughs> you're looking for. So,
1: uh, we got to go. <laughs> All right, we need a new sharp. 702 364 1100 is the phone number. The Golden Knights didn't come through for Matt. We do have a jersey. Granted, you got to get nine in a row, but 702 364 1100, we need a new sharp.
0: Want to be part of the show? Call the press box voicemail and let us know. 702 720 4678 and leave your opinion. It's time to find the shark. brought to you by PropSwap, where smart sports bettors buy and sell sports bets. Go to PropSwap.com today and find the very best odds. So Matt lost
1: on his first try yesterday, had the Golden Knights. They did not come through against the Canadians. So Josh is here. Josh, uh, we have an Antonio Brown Raiders jersey. You have to get to nine to win it. You got to beat our previous record of eight. So you got a ways to go. But your first pick, where do you want to go, Josh? Let's go to the
4: Euros. Let's go to the Netherlands over Austria.
1: All right. That game is at uh, noon today. We'll we find got out. you in we'll find out early. for the Netherlands beating Austria. All right. I like that soccer pick. I like any time we get soccer on here. All right. Good luck, Josh. All right, man. And if uh, you win, we'll be talking to you again tomorrow. Thanks, brother. I'll talk to you tomorrow. See you. Ooh. Ooh. Confidence. By the way, Josh. Good job picking a soccer game to lead us into the topic here. Did you see that Coca-Cola's market value dropped by $4 billion yesterday because Cristiano Ronaldo moved a Coca-Cola bottle off the press conference table before his press conference started?
2: Okay, so let's uh, go one step further here. He moved it off because he just wanted more room or he's not sponsored by it?
1: No, he. so there were two bottles of Coke. He moved them off. To the off camera, because. and then held up a bottle of water and said, Agua, oh. as if to say, drink water. And, oh, yeah, as if to say, don't drink Coke, it's bad for you. Drink, okay. Well, Coke's not paying him anything, I know that. <laughs> uh,
2: so, okay, he's, I mean. He was just saying, drink water. It's not like he was sponsored by the water company. Well, he might have been. No, be. it, was a,
1: it, was a, it was a system. blank bottle. Oh, there was okay. not even a so logo it's on it. So he's just more bottom. health right. thing. Like he drink was just water. saying, he's Coke great. drink he water. He was saying, Coke is bad <laughs> yes. for you, drink Berry, trot, water. Very Trot Hydrate.
2: Okay. Yes. All right. Four
1: billion. Yeah. That now, tells you the power. To of. put it into perspective, it was like from 242 billion to 238 billion, right? Okay. Yeah. It's not like it fell from five billion right. to one billion. It was still in the 200 billions at the end of the day.
2: The crazy part is they're about to announce a uh, multi-year uh, deal with Ronaldo with Coca-Cola this morning, <laughs> and they will, <laughs> and it will be worth at least a billion dollars because they lost four. So if I'm Ronaldo, I'm drinking Coke really It'd quickly. If in fact the the signs today as their Coke spokesman, that would be the best. It
1: would Be great if he was in a Pepsi commercial tomorrow. Like, yeah.
2: Oh, oh.
1: Oh. If I'm Pepsi, I'm. Get, who's this guy's agent again? What does he want to come over? Actually, Messi's in a Pepsi commercial. Yeah, Messi yes, he is Messi yes, and he is. Paul Pogba yes. and um, one of the girls I know, that play Lee Mertens. One, one know of the one of the girl players. One. Like, they' Messi isn't it? This is yes. great. He's in a Pepsi commercial yes, and Ronaldo's saying, "Don't drink Coke." So it would have been better if it was Pepsi up there, and he said, yes. "Don't drink Pepsi or you'll lose like Messi or something like that."
3: I I mean, the one of the things I will never not enjoy is that the fact in this country, McDonald's Coke and Pepsi are like. We sponsor athletics. (laughs) Yeah. Well, (laughs) like they have a picture of LeBron James eating like a McDonald's McDonald's cheeseburger. And I'm like, if he ate that before a game, he would be asleep on the bench afterward.
2: Man, some nights are having some McDonald's. Um, The only time, other than now, this guy doesn't obviously have the power of Ronaldo globally, but the only time I've ever seen anyone like have some juice with uh, Coca Cola, isn't it like Sabin at his news conference? And it's diet. Uh, and that's the only, yeah. It's okay. only, two, and he has it on the 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 dicer every time. Which you know, look, he's getting paid. I'd i do it too.
1: You kidding me? Is Ronaldo bigger than Coke? Oh no,
2: I don't think. He I is don't. Either. Know, I don't think he's bigger, but it's close. The, a guy like that, as you know globally, is bigger than most. Yeah, the list of I athletes. The that Put that's what people. in This country don't uh, realize when you start putting the list of athletes who are really powerful. Yeah. I don't
1: and know that there's not Brady. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. There's one in America that could do. No, Florida not Ronaldo did yesterday. No. no.